Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about the risks of being vaccinated in our third and final interview clip from virologist Paul Dupre. You'll also learn about how to overcome the backfire effect, a cognitive bias that pits your beliefs against facts. Let's satisfy some curiosity. This is the third and final clip we're going to share here on Curiosity Daily from our conversation with virologist Paul Dupre. He's the director of the Center for Vaccine Research at the University of Pittsburgh and a professor of microbiology and cellular genetics. We had a great conversation with Paul about his latest research and some of the science behind vaccines. And you can actually find our full uncut conversation for free on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash curiosity.com, all spelled out. But right now, we'd like to share what Paul told us when Ashley passed along a question from one of our anonymous listeners. What would you say to someone who isn't sure whether it's a bigger risk to let their kid be unvaccinated or to vaccinate their kid, maybe because they're afraid of additives and preservatives and maybe heavy metals are a thing that talked about a lot that might be in vaccines? Well, what's always clear is it's always much more risky to get the disease than it is to get the vaccine. It's always much, much safer to be vaccinated than to take the chance of getting the disease. But that's where that's where I have significant sympathies for um, parents because remember that parents are only trying to do the right thing for their kids. Every parent wants to do the best for their child. So therefore, parents look for reassurance and parents look beyond maybe the... CDC website, which gives really good information about how vaccines have helped and move into other parts of the internet where sometimes the level of rigor, um, sometimes the facts get a little bit blurred. And, you know, the most important thing is facts matter. And all of the science speaks to the fact that vaccines work and that the government and CDC and clinicians would not be vaccinating people with something which they believed was unsafe. I mean, no clinician would do that. And the clinicians, that's their patients. So common practice says that it's safe. All of the science says it's safe. It's always more risky to get the disease. There are many additives um, that have been in vaccines that are no longer in vaccines. But again, even the evidence to suggest that um, things like mercury in vaccines was a problem, it's very, very tenuous. And it certainly pales into insignificance whenever you look at what a one in a thousand chance of your child dying from a disease would be. That's a big, big difference in risk if you get infected by the natural wild virus in real life. But again, I, I just totally understand why people want to do the right thing. And, and then it's back to a little bit of the conversation that we had at the start. You know, this is really hard to get what's a virus, what's a vaccine, what does this all mean? P- people, again, it, it's difficult for, for people who just don't have that concept of what a vaccine is and where it comes from and what sort of cells and where did these cells come from and what's in it and all of these questions that people have. And I think that those are really genuine questions. I think that it's absolutely 
critical for scientists who work on these viruses, for clinicians who vaccinate people with these vaccines, to be able to explain um, why they believe they're safe, why they, they believe that the vaccine is, is worth taking. Uh, and why the vaccines, and based on the, the evidence from the past, why vaccines have, have, have made such a phenomenal contribution. But I think the days uh, are gone of being able to say to people who walk into uh, a physician's office, I want to vaccinate you, and the person has questions and just saying, oh, well, trust me, I'm a doctor. Um, just do it without having a conversation, without being able to explain why they're useful. I think that people do deserve answers, but I think that people have to also listen to those answers from professionals who really have worked on those viruses for years, who have vaccinated many, many children. And they have to look at the scientific data, which is absolutely conclusive in terms of measles not causing autism. Measles not causing Crohn's disease, measles not being linked to multiple sclerosis, measles not being all these unsubstantiated claims that end up in the literature that are shown to be false. But because they grab hold of people's imaginations and, and people want to do the right things for their kids, they lead to people, genuine people having genuine questions. And I think that that's where we have to be ready to explain why we believe that vaccines are important and why vaccines work. Um, and again, that's where going to sources which are, are reputable is so, so important whenever you're... You don't do your own research, right? For me, research is, is what we do in the laboratory, uh, is what we do in terms of the scientific method. But you do find out what has been published looking at other people's research and, again, it's very, very clear that vaccines are not causing autism. Once again, Paul Dupre is the director of the Center for Vaccine Research at the University of Pittsburgh and a professor of microbiology and cellular genetics. You can find links to his organization's latest research, social media accounts, and more in today's show notes. You can also hear our full uncut conversation on our Patreon page at patreon.com curiosity.com. Some of our patrons had early access to the interview as our way of saying thanks for your support. Word of mouth is the number one way for our show to grow. So please feel free to download and share that uncut interview or today's episode of Curiosity Daily with anyone you think might find it interesting. Speaking of vaccines, we want to wrap up by talking about a cognitive bias called the backfire effect. It basically says that when you hear a fact that contradicts what you believe, it actually makes your belief stronger. We've mentioned it on this podcast before, but new research has found a possible way to get around it. And it's especially relevant when you're talking about something like vaccines, which, like Paul just said, can be a sensitive subject. The backfire effect happens because your mind is protecting you from the pain of being wrong. It's a state of inconsistency that psychologists call cognitive dissonance. We tend to frame new information in a way that agrees with whatever we already believe. The backfire effect is one of the reasons why last week our guest Jayshree Sate said you can't just communicate facts. There's some good news, though, thanks to research from the Oxford University Press. Their findings seem to indicate that, yeah, most people are not willing to drop lifelong beliefs at the first appearance of a contrary fact. But the trustworthiness of the source and the fact's realistic implications make a significant difference. 
Likewise, a review of the research by the UK nonprofit Full Fact found that a lot of the studies that have found evidence of the backfire effect found it the most often with contentious topics and ambiguous claims. So this isn't an unavoidable phenomenon. According to professors Philip Tetlock and Barbara Mellers, the most important factor for sidestepping cognitive bias is an outside view. When facts come from a source that is dispassionate, trustworthy, and external, they're more likely to inspire curiosity, which is the first step towards gaining real knowledge. That's why a media organization's credibility is fundamentally important. If you don't trust Curiosity.com and we tell you a fact, then you are far more primed to dismiss that fact as propaganda or fake news. That's also why when we talk about something like vaccines, we call in the big guns and help you hear straight from an expert. Because it's the kind of topic you don't want to leave any doubt about. So keep your sources in mind the next time you send a link to your friend or family member to try to convince them of something. And to get over the backfire effect yourself, just try to be aware of your own biases and keep an open mind whenever you can. Today's ad-free episode was brought to you by our patrons. Thank you so much, Brock Hendrickson, Min Zai, Maximilian Dikarev, Walt DeGrange, Mark McCullough, and Jared Breland for your support on Patreon. Join us again tomorrow for the award-winning Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.